Hey everyone, I'm Leslie Martinez and you're listening to Your Joyful Order Podcast. Each week I will bring you joyful stories that will motivate and inspire you and at the same time bring order to your everyday life. Let's just say the show will be a mixture of preaching and teaching with a kick of motivation from your girl here. Welcome to Your Joyful Order Podcast. Hey there. I am so happy to be back with you and I'm really excited to chat with you today about habits. This is something that I know so many people are challenged with and especially at the start of the new year, so many people are either thriving or already failing at your goals, your habits, your resolutions that you made for the new year. So where do you land in that? Are you thriving or are you failing already a couple weeks into January? Now, don't be hard on yourself, but I want you to do a self-check-in right now on where you are before going into this episode. So I want you to think about this. Think about one goal that you made for 2023. Now, if you are thriving in this goal, which means you're kind of, you know, moving along, you're moving the needle, making progress in this, you've you know, maybe hit the gym already. Maybe you've hiked a few miles already. Heck, maybe you've even lost a couple of pounds already. So if you're thriving in this, let's hope that today you are going to maybe learn some things that will actually allow you to keep moving forward, allow you to keep thriving and to actually achieve and accomplish that goal by the end of the year. Now, for the sake of this episode, I am going to be referring to like New Year's, the word resolution as goals. Um, I just like the word goals better. The definition of a resolution is actually this. It says it is a firm decision to do or not to do something. So, I mean, it's basically a goal. So that something is a goal and the resolution is to either do it or not to do it. For sake of this episode, again, we are just going to refer to like, if you call it a resolution, it's going to be a goal. Now, again, I wanted you to do the self check-in on if you are thriving or if you're failing. Now, if you're thriving, you're going to get something out of this episode. If you're failing, you're going to get even more out of this episode. Now, if you're failing at this goal already, if you haven't made progress, if you haven't even like made one attempt at any to move this goal forward. It's okay. You're not failing. Guess what? You still have to the end of the year. Really? Failure is part of success. So you are actually the one that I really want to talk to today because you, my friend, are not alone. According to the good old Google University, 43% of all people expect to fail on their new year goal before February. Can you believe that? And almost one out of four even quit within the first week of setting their New Year's goal. Most people will quit before the end of January and only 9% will actually see their goals through until succession. So 9% of people will successfully keep their New Year goal. How you guys, out of like a uh, hundred people, think of this, a room full of a hundred people, only nine of them are going to get across to the finish line. Isn't that kind of sad? Now I'm going to list out again, this is information found on Google. Some of the number one reasons why people will give up their goal. Now listen to this. 35% of people will give up their goal because they've lost motivation. 
19% will give up their goal because they're too busy. 18% will give up their goal because they have a shift in goals and priorities. And that one is explainable. I can understand that. Once you start uh, kind of actually digging into a goal, sometimes you find out like, you know what, maybe this isn't something that I wanted to do. And sometimes priorities, you know, take precedent over it and you have to shift your, your goals and, you know, shift those priorities to focus maybe on something else. And then there's another 28% of all these other reasons as to why people never actually fall through with their new year's goals. Now, the top three goals that people actually make are these, the number one goal that people will make has to do with their physical health. The number two is weight loss. And number three is change of eating habits. And I'm sure that none of you are surprised with that. I am probably like 99.9% .9 sure that one of the goals, if you are one of my avid listeners and you set goals and stuff, I am sure that one of your goals are going to land into those, one of those three categories. For myself personally, I actually, I, I do have physical health goals. I actually have a weight loss goal this year and I have a goal of changing eating habits. So I'm trying something new. So this is definitely on the marker here about the goals that people typically make. Now, why do so many people fail at goals? One of the biggest reasons that people fail to keep their new year goal is because they're not specific enough in writing out their goal. They do not properly plan for the goal. They do not put structures or systems in place to support them in, in it. So for example, a goal someone might make a goal and say, oh, well, I want to exercise more or I want to lose weight. Those are easy ways to set yourself up for failure as they lack ways to mark progress and are unlikely to keep you motivated throughout the year. So when you do not see progress in a goal, you lose motivation fast and you spiral into failing at that goal. In order to stay in the game and stay motivated, you must see progress and you have to track the goal. Now, goals need to be written out as SMART goals. Now, I've, I've shared SMART goals before. I'm going to just kind of briefly go through what a SMART goal is. Now, SMART goals stand for this. The S is for specific, measurable, attainable, and relevant. All right? So when you write a goal out, you want to make sure that you write it in a way that is very specific. You want to make sure that it can be measured. You want to make sure that it can be attainable. You don't want to set like, a pipe dream goal out. You want to set goals out. Now, if you have a goal of maybe losing a hundred pounds, maybe the first goal should just be lose 25 pounds. You got me. You want to put something that is attainable. You want to put something that you know that you can actually maybe accomplish. And then you also want your goal to be relevant. So again, a smart goal stands for specific, measurable, attainable, and relevant. And then the T is for timely. Sorry, I almost forgot that one. Now, Let's take the goal for instance, which a lot of people do is like, oh, I want to exercise more. So 2023 is the goal or the year that I am going to make the goal to exercise more. Now, how can we apply the SMART goal formula to that? Now, how can we apply the SMART goal formula? So if we take your poorly written goal of, oh, I want to exercise more, we apply the SMART goal formula we will rewrite it as this, exercise for 30 minutes a day, five times a week. You can add in there, exercise doing strength, cardio, and yoga. 
maybe it can read like this. Exercise doing strength, cardio, and yoga for 30 minutes a day, five times a week. Now, th this is actually a personal goal of mine. That's how I write my goal. My, my like health exercise goal is exactly like that. Exercise, and I have in parentheses, strength, cardio, yoga for 30 minutes a day, five times a week. Or we can take the goal of lose weight. Poorly written, right? So how do we ap apply the SMART goal formula? Lose 10 pounds by April 30th. Now, let's look. We're rewriting our goal of exercise. Exercise for 30 minutes a day, five times a week. Is it specific? You're damn right it is. Specific with strength, cardio, yoga, 30 minutes a day, five times a week. Is it measurable? Yes, because you got to hit 30 minutes and you got to do it five times a week. Is it attainable? Well, is it? Do you have 30 minutes five times a, a day, uh, five times a week, sorry, to hit that? Is it relevant? Yes, it's relevant to my goal of staying healthy. And is it timely? Yes, 30 minutes a day, five times a week. Okay, now the goal of lose 10 pounds by April 30th. Is it specific? Yep, you got 10 pounds. Is it measurable? Yep, I'm gonna measure it by if I lose 10 pounds or not. Is it attainable? Absolutely, I have four months to, to lose the weight. Is it relevant? Yeah, because I have a goal of being a specific weight. Is it timely? Yes, my time to reach this goal is by April 30th and four months to lose it is relevant. You can break these goals down to measure them more attainable each like day, week, or month, whatever works best for you. You got to plan for the goal and create habits to sustain them. Now, how do you create habits to sustain the goal? <gasps> This is the million dollar question. I know you're like, okay, Leslie, I've been there. I knew the smart goals. I know how to do it. I know how to write a goal out, but how do I actually accomplish it? I know it's the million dollar question. Yes, you have to create habits and you have to sustain the habits to achieve the goal. Now, this is typically where people fail hugely. They do not create a system to sustain the habits required to reach the goal. They want to jump to the end of the goal. They want to see immediate results, but they do not want to put in the time or create the habits or system to get there. Why small habits make a big difference? Yes, why do they make a big difference? This is some of what we are going to kind of get into today. Now, I want to share some great wisdom from a fabulous author, and um, his name is James Clare. He wrote a book, Atomic Habits. I highly recommend this book. It is a great read, and there are so many great nuggets of information in there. I'm going to share through this episode some of the information and uh, just some of the strategies that he shares. Now, he states that habits are a form of compound interest of self-improvement. Think, think of it the same way that money multiplies through compound interest. The effects of your habits multiply as you repeat them. Your habits will seem to make a, a, a very little difference in any given day. Yet the impact over time will deliver enormous effects. Now, for example, if you can just get 1% better each day, 1% better, what can you do today that will make you 1% better? from who you were yesterday. Now, if you can just do that 1% every day, you will end up with results that are nearly 37% times better after one year. Now, who wants to be 37% better by the end of 2023? Raise your hands. Plop, right here, this girl, I know I wanna be 
37% better. If I can be 1% better today, and then by tomorrow, add on another 1%, keep adding that on, adding that on, it's going to get me to 37% times better at the end of the year. Like sign me up for that. I'm down for that. You can also go in the opposite direction of that though. You can also get 1% worse every day. Now the results of that are like negative in that. So let's just not even do the math of, of, of that. Let, let's just work on 1% better each day. We don't want to know the math of where you'll be if you keep going 1% and the negative. Now we often can dismiss small changes because they don't seem to matter very much in the moment. If you go to the gym, for, for instance, okay, say your new goal was to just, you know, exercise more and your commitment is to get to the gym three days in a row every week. Say your first attempt, you go to the gym three days in a row. Guess what? You're still going to be out of shape. And guess what? You're probably going to be sore as hell. Yes. If you have not been going to the gym for a long time, if you're doing new exercises, your body is just like in shock and it's like, what are you doing to me? You're going to be sore you're not going to see any positive effect of that whatsoever. You're right away going to be like, you know what? This sucks. Ah, I don't have a six pack after three days going to the gym. I'm sore. I can't even walk. I can't even lift my arms over my head. I can't even sit on the toilet because my thighs hurt so bad. And then you give up. Now, if you were to study French for one hour tonight. Say you want to learn a new language. That was a goal that you had. You you study French. You got that trip to Paris you got coming up and you're like, I got to learn French before, you know, my trip. And you study for one hour tonight and you still can't speak the language. We are an instant gratification society and we want gratification and we want like, you know, we want microwave goals. But goals are crockpot recipes that take time. People will look at this and see that they have failed as a goal. It's like, oh, well, I spend one hour and I can't, I can't speak the language. I went to the gym three times and I don't have a six pack. As a matter of fact, I can't even walk from it. You see them as failed attempts and then you just stop any forward progress whatsoever. The results don't come quick enough for you. So you slide back into your previous routines and you don't accomplish your goals. Now, success is the product of daily habits, not once in a lifetime transformations. Breakthrough moments are often the result of many previous actions. All big things come from small beginnings and you have to remember that. You are not going to get to the end of the goal by just one, two attempts at doing something. All you need is one small decision to make the change. And the decision is to keep going. Now, how do you develop a habit? Well, the first step is you want to commit. You want to declare the habit that you want to develop. You want to write it down as a form of commitment to yourself. Second step in developing a habit is you want to state your why. What is motivating you to develop this habit? What is it that is going to benefit you from doing this habit? Number three is you want to identify a cue. What is going to get your habit going every day? Is the habit of you, you know, exercising more? Are you going to exercise in the morning or in the evening time? Set an alarm and block that time out in your schedule so that you can make sure that, hey, I know that at this time every day I am going to be working out. Number four is identify rewards. 
What rewards are you going to get for, for performing your habit? Hey, maybe on the days you go to the gym, maybe that's the day that you get to, you know, go and get a protein shake after the gym. Maybe the days that you go to the gym, maybe that is the day that you um, treat yourself to a healthy meal at your local salad bar or something like that, you know? Figure out a small reward, or you can make it a big reward at the end of you getting to the goal. And then number five, you want to track and grow. You want to create a system to support your habit, track and keep moving forward. Now, what is the difference between a system and a goal? Because we're going to talk about systems right now. Now, goals are about the results that you want to achieve. So whatever it is, your goal is to lose 10 pounds. That is the goal. Now, you want to get a system to allow you to get to that result. If you want better results, you must focus on the system, not the goal. Goals set the direction of where you want to go, but the systems are what are going to move you forward and allow you to make progress. For example, if you are a business owner and you have a goal of building a million dollar business, then your systems are going to be, you need to market to new clients. You need to hire new staff. You need to create new products. You need to take part in network events. Those are the systems that you have to create. James Clear said it best. You do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. Now, how do you create a system? For example, if you have a goal of writing a novel, you could focus on a system of writing something or anything for just an hour a day. Your system is going to be, hey, I am going to put an hour a day. You're going to block this time out every day and you are going to just write anything for an hour a day. Now, what does this look like? You could journal, you can outline chapters, you can jot down ideas, you can brainstorm sessions, you can think of plots, characters, you know, create a whole infrastructure of the idea of your novel. You can read other novels to generate ideas. You can go a step further by spending some time learning how to become a writer. You can take a course. Good old Google University has great resources on how to write a novel. You can watch YouTube videos. You need to focus on the systems to help you reach your goal. Just don't get caught up though in the how. You need to actually make progress on doing the work. I, I'm going to be a little honest here. Your girl hair likes to get caught up in the how. Okay. That's where I'm like, oh, I'm so great at creating systems. I'm going to do this, 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 and this. I'm going to spend all this time on Google and learn all the things and do all the things. And, and then guess what? It never gets done. Please, please learn from my failed, failed time wasted and procrastination. And Set the system in place where you are diligent on saying, okay, maybe say day one, I'm going to watch a YouTube video. Day two, I'm going to do some research on Google. Day three, I'm going to write. Day four, I'm going to outline. What, like whatever it is, make sure that you are not just learning the how, but you're also putting in the work. Find a system that works for you. Do not give up. Don't get frustrated. Be patient with yourself. A system can fail. As you start to work on a goal, you might realize, you know what? Maybe this isn't 
the avenue that I wanted to go down. You know, maybe you had a goal of writing, you know, a mystery fiction type of book or something like that. And once you started sitting and plotting and everything, and you're like, you know what? I don't think I want to do a mystery fiction. I think I want to do a romance novel. It's okay. Re-evaluate where you're at and readjust as you need to. Be patient with yourself and give yourself grace. Learn to spend time with yourself to know what you like, what works for you. And that's going to lead to so much success for you. Now, spending time with yourself, it can be a scary place. Y'all have been there. It was, it was a little scary. This last year, I spent a lot of time with myself. And let me tell you, it, it was a scary place. <laughs> but I learned so much more about myself. I challenged myself to rise up to meet you know, goals that I, I sought out for. And I told myself, I am going to frequently spend time with myself so that I can learn what works for me and what doesn't work. Now, you are the only one that will know the system that works best for you and for your lifestyle. I can give you a ton of different idea of specific systems that you can use but you are the only one that is going to know what is going to work well for your life, for your goal, for your lifestyle. Now, let me tell you too, I have tested a ton of systems. I've failed at many of them. I've stuck with a few and I've also shared many with my clients. Success has been found in different systems and there are also many failed attempts. Now, I have tested a ton of systems. I have many different apps. I have very many different programs. I've read many books that have outlined very different unique systems to help support you in accomplishing a goal. And at the end of the day, what I have come up with (laughs) is that you got to figure it out for yourself. I can, again, I can give you like, hey, try this app or try this, do this in Google and set up this and set a timer for this and do this. It's not going to work if it doesn't fit within your lifestyle. I can give you a ton of ideas. That is for sure. I'm not going to do it here in this episode. And you're probably like, well, Leslie, I thought you said you were going to give us the systems. I'm giving you the knowledge of systems to figure it out for yourself. Yes, that might not be the answer that you want. You're like, well, Leslie, I will tell you this. There are so many resources out there. Stick with me. I might throw a few little nuggets and stuff out there, but really, truly, truly, I have worked with many, many clients and I can throw out a million different ideas here, but when it works best on finding a successful system that works for you, it actually works best when I'm able to meet one-on-one with you. I have tested a ton of systems, failed at many, stuck with a few, and shared many with clients. Success is found in the systems and the many failed attempts you make to find the one that works for you. Now, be the 9% this year. Be the 9% that actually accomplishes your goals because you put systems in place to support your goal. You focus on the process and not the outcome. Replicate the path to success. Document it, repeat it, and do it again. Know that it won't work for every goal, 
but the journey to find the system that works for you for the specific goal and for the season you are in is all part of the journey to success and achieving your goals. Now, if you are looking for support in creating these systems, this is something that I do offer to my coaching clients. I have worked with many clients to create systems that are sustainable to reach their goals that they have very specific to the goals that they have. And that's why I don't want to spend this episode throwing out a whole bunch of systems to you because the systems are very specific to each individual, the lifestyle that they have, the time that they have, the commitment that they have, and so much more. So there are tons of different resources and tools that you can use to help support you in creating these systems. But with that, I would love if you are very, very interested and serious about creating systems for you to reach your goals, I would love to offer you a free 30 minute coaching call to see how I can support you in that. It is something that I've done with many clients. I have helped helped them literally set up entire like programs, apps, calendars to help support them in that. We figured out the lifestyle, the systems that would best help them. And I would love to work with you and offer that to you as well. If you would like to set up a free 30 minute coaching call to see how I can support you in creating systems, just drop me an email. You can find my email here in the show notes on this episode. And I currently am open to just a handful of new clients. So just make sure that if you want to take advantage of this offer, act fast on that. If this episode was helpful to you, would you please share it with someone that you know that this can also help? Sharing is caring. And if you want to help your girl out here, I have a goal of reaching over 5k downloads this year. And if you guys can help me in that goal by sharing it with someone, passing it on, sharing it on your social media, that'll help me to reach that goal. And it's an episode that I think so many people will benefit from this year. Sharing is caring. Share this episode with a friend. And until next time, go chase joy.